Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Hour number two of the Fantasy Best Friends Forever Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rick Sussman, no, no, no Metallica open today, which is certainly not a problem. Uh, believe me. I'm very okay with that. But uh, I'm here. Florio's not. Frank will be back in a moment. But during this hour, we're going to go over some of those veterans that we didn't get a chance to talk about in hour one that may fly under the radar. So we want to make sure we get you those names. Obviously, it's a fabuloso Friday here on the BFFs. We're also going to get you your two-star pitchers. I know we wanted to talk um, a little bit about Blazers and Warriors as well. You notice Frank Shirt when he comes back where it says, I'm not going to spoil it for you if you didn't see it. You'll notice it when he walks back into the shot. But uh, nevertheless... A lot to talk about here, a lot to get to, and I want to make sure we're able to hit it all. Um, we'll, we'll try to hit on some of the players from last night that stood out to us, but it's a big prospect show, it's a big transaction show, it's a waiver wire Friday, it's a fabuloso Friday uh, as well. Frank, you want to stand up so everyone can see your shirt, man? It's great. Great. The I'm trying Jennifer shirt, which is great. It would have been better if CJ McCollum would have won last night. Uh, he did a great game, yeah, though. They should have won that game, too, man. Choked it away. They were leading for a lot of that game. Had as much as a, what, 17, 18-point lead at some point. Um, they played well. They played well overall. They got nice contributions from Seth Curry, obviously. Uh, it was a really entertaining game. Um, but they, uh, they choked it away at the end. But you have to give credit where credit's due. I mean, the Warriors took advantage. Great play by Andre Iguodala. For people who are saying, oh, Andre Iguodala fouled Damian Lillard. He did not. You watch, they were kind of jostling back and forth, and Damian Lillard was, you know, hand-checking him as much as Andre Iguodala was hand-checking Lillard. So it kind of goes both ways. You just you let them play it out there. So And it was a great defensive play, so I don't have any problem with it. It was a fun game, Greg. Do you want to have the, should we do the Jason Tr- Station Stark trivia question of the week? Yeah, sure. All right, let me. I don't know how well I could perform without Venture here, but we'll see. Well, last week we didn't have Venture either. We had Florio. And I feel like we didn't perform very well, did we? We got, we got, we got, I think we, we got two out of three. All right. And I, but I'm in it also because I haven't looked at the answer. Already. So I'm playing two. King Felix and Clayton Kershaw are the two active players with 2,000 strikeouts and all of them being for one team. Can you name the three other active players with 1,500 or more strikeouts all for one team? All right. Madison Bumgarner's got to be one, right? So could this be a player that's played for two teams but did it for one team? I don't think so. I think Verlander came to mind immediately. Verlander and Sabathia came to mind, obviously. But I don't think so. It's got to be just one team. Yeah, Bumgarner's a great one. Uh, Adam Wainwright? Great one. That's fantastic. Can we get one more here? Um, Man, let's see here. 1,500 strikeouts all on one team. Team. Uh, kind of, you know, you automatically think veteran, but like Bumgarner's not even that old. He's, he's been, I mean, been, he's been around. He's been around a long time. So it's like one of those players that you're thinking about. Yep, Wainwright is a fantastic guess for sure. Mm. 
Hmm. I don't really have a I don't have a good one here. Well, we're making our way through our teams, we'll get there. Yeah, I was thinking like Grom's not there yet. No, I thought about the I thought about the Mets guys because they've all been there a while. Um, Texas on highway. Yeah, Cole changed, but he's too young anyway. Probably in the National League then. Corey Kluber. That's not a bad guess. Kluber is a really good one, actually. Corey Kluber's a very not good guess. Not a late start to his career, but basically pitched 200 innings for like six straight years before this one. He's probably close. I don't know that he's doing it. That's a good guess, though. Corey Kluber's definitely a good guess. I like that close, one. Close, for sure. Mm-hmm. Could be right. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, anybody else coming to mind? I don't know. I'm like scrolling through the teams in my head and their rotations and stuff and... Something's coming up. For sale, two teams. Yeah. Scherzer, uh, three teams. Yep. I don't really have a great guess. All right, maybe, maybe we have the three. Hey. I'll look it up. Here right, we go. Are you going to find out right now? I, you know what? I thought about this player, and I moved on. So Kluber is 39 strikeouts short. Wow. Wainwright and Bummy are correct. The third person, I'm really mad because I thought about him, and I thought he was too young. DeGrom has 1,064. The other ones that just missed, Carlos Carrasco at 1,189. Julio Tehran at 1,074. The, <laughs> the third player is 1,519. The only clue I will give you is I thought about him, but I thought he was too young. Yeah, that's not enough. Do you want to tell you what league it is? Sure. National League. National League. You guys play downstairs too, obviously. Thought about him. Too young. Uh, going through the teams. There it is. Steven Strasburg. Yep. Yeah, it's, makes sense. I thought yeah, about yeah. him. I just thought he was too young. No, we were actually right on, we were right on the, we we were there. On the team. I, had, I said Scherzer, but. I literally, Strasburg was one of the first names that came yeah. to my mind. And I just thought he was too young. That's good. All right, well, we got two out of three. Yep. Counts for something. Pretty good. I think we're doing well. Yeah, we're doing all right. All right, so. Uh, Mish tweeted out a hysterical tweet during the break, by the way. Break, Mish? The Marlins have not scored a run since last Saturday. Oh, my God. It's been almost a week. Oh, and you know what? Here's your reward for not scoring in a week. You get to face Jacob DeGrom tonight. It's been almost three games. Oh, my God. So he's had some rainouts and whatnot, but they've not scored a run since last Saturday. He said, until the Marlins score a run, I will only tweet in Spanish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to guess that he's not going to be tweeting a lot. <laughs> this is going to this is going to be the night. This is going to be the game where like they randomly get to Jacob Degrom and they score like three runs off of him in the first inning. Gosh, <laughs> dude, uh, it's not surprising. Not surprising. That's why everyone streams against him. Oh, by the way, play in our FanDuel yep, contest exactly. tonight. Exactly. I was just thinking about that. I wanted to get Degrom in my lineup, yep. and everyone will want to get him in there. But he's twelve thousand dollars on FanDuel tonight. He's going to be very talky for cash games, I believe that, uh, but it's hard to fit him in. So the way it works is if you've been in our FanDuel contest before, it's a 20-person contest. It's a $2 entry, top three positions play out. You hit the Friends tab on the top of the FanDuel website, and you're already in the contest if you've been in it before. All you have to do is set your lineup, and that's it, and you're good to go. So make sure you set your lineup by today, uh, 4, 5 p.m.-ish, if you want to join in. Uh, we're full right now, but if... There are people that are in the contest by 4 or 5 p.m. who haven't set their lineup. I will boot those people, and I will send out more invites. So if you want to join in, send me your username. I actually have 
a username waiting in the wings right now in case someone does not set their lineup. That is a uh, that is B Jensen, Brian Jensen in the YouTube chat the other day. Don't worry, I haven't forgot about you. I have your name here. Uh, if people don't set their lineups, you will get the invite this afternoon. So make sure to set your lineups. I, I've set my lineup, Frank, already. I have as well. We have the same picture. We do. And we will it, not reveal. All right. <laughs> Come on, Greg. We don't want other people to take our picture. Do you have any other players that I have? Probably. I don't know, man. Do you have Paul DeYoung? I do. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> do you have any Dodgers players? I do. Who are they? Two of them. I have two of them as well. We have the same lineup, don't they, we? They play, mine play the same position. Uh, mine do not. Okay. So, there you go. We have one, uh, we have probably won the one same, differentiation there. One, one the same, one not the same, probably. Yes. Right. You want to hear one player I do have in my lineup? Who is that? Welcome to the squad! Malik Smith! Oh, Greg. You, no, give me this. <laughs> You're not allowed to have Malik Smith in your Oh, lineup. yeah, baby. You're not allowed to have Malik Smith in your lineup. 2400 bucks tonight. <laughs> hey, he homered last night. Exactly. He could steal base tonight. Who knows? I mean, that was a lock. It was a lock that he was going to come up the day after <laughs> the lunch bet ended. And you know, people were tweeting at me last night, too. They were like, Greg still needs to honor this. He's up a day after. What? No way! Like, you got it right. Malik Smith is back up. He's. Uh, we had a bet. Those we said a date. Rules. I'm not agreeing with those tweets. I'm just telling you what people were saying. I understand. I lost. Although it was close. By the skin of my teeth. You can have a beer from the downstairs fridge if you'd like. Uh, I'm sure I will at some point today. <laughs> Although I, I saw Alex in the bathroom downstairs. I think he's just plowing through twisted teas. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Alex, how many twisted teas have you had at this point? <laughs> Only two. <laughs> Were there only two in there? Only two. Only it's two like it's one so eleven. I'm doing this for you guys. I'm clearing some space for you guys. We appreciate it. Well, there, I, there are only two, the twisted teeth. There are only two left. Well, I only saw two in there. Uh, there might be one left. Now they're all gone. Thanks, Alex. Why haven't you moved on to beer? Well, that's for you know when I get home. I, I got to pace myself. Yeah, it's a marathon, not a, it's a marathon not a sprint. <laughs> True story, by the way. When we were all went out for our group outing, Christmas party 2019, 2018 rather. When we all went out. We all went to the bar. We got there exactly when we said. We, were, we found a section that we were just standing. It was a great time. Had a blast. <laughs> I'm just being reminded of what you're about to say now. So a half hour later, like a half hour legitimately, maybe an hour. We see some, an Islanders fan with a hat after like, the bar. Uh, no, an Islanders fan with a hat comes like walking toward us. I'm like, oh, Alex, hey, man, I thought you were going to be here early. He's like, dude, I've been here for like the last hour and a half. Like, what? <laughs> I go, what do you mean you've been here for the last hour and a half? He's like, I was just sitting at the bar watching the Islanders game. I was just so focused. I, I, I didn't notice anybody around me. Well, I think actually Bavona, when he originally told us the plans, I think he said 7 p.m. Right. But apparently it was 8 p.m. or something like that. Right. I went in the notion saying, you know what? If it's 7 or 8, I don't care because the Islander game starts at 7. Right. So I was just going to go sit at the bar, watch, a couple, watch the game, and you guys were just going to trickle in. I sure. didn't expect you guys to fully all be there by the time I went to go outside to get some air. So he said, you know, Bavona did say 8 p.m. And once again, congrats to Bavona getting married on Sunday. We were there by 8 p.m. So no, 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 no. So he said 8 p.m. When the show, when Game Time Decisions ended at 7, I said, I'm not waiting to 8 p.m. Like, let's go. Let's get up and bounce. Let's go. So we were all at the bar by 7.30. Because I refuse to sit here anymore and answer more people's questions. I just wanted to be at the bar drinking. Yes. And, and shout out to Alex. He bought us all shots that night. I did try. It was you that bought the shots? I tried to go halfsies with him. True Greg, story. I did try to go halfsies with him. I was like, dude, I don't want you to pay for all this. I'll go halfsies with you. He's oh, like, my no, God. I, I, did, I, did, I didn't. Right. I didn't. Shout out to Alex. I, you, I do recall you said tequila is, is your favorite. It is. So, I, I, I was pumped. And the part that Frank left out of that story was... Uh, Frank and Dane specifically said, it's on his card, as in me. He's paying for it. 
As in me, I'm like, what? What? No. I, well, I, you're the head honcho. You can you can expense this. Could right? I, I, I? Maybe it could have made a call to try to get it expensed. <laughs> but I did not. All of a sudden, there was shots in my hand. Alex, how many shots did you did you buy? If I recall, because honestly, I did end that night a little uh, little stumbly. I do recall about eight or nine tequila shots. Yeah, it was eight to ten. It was in that range. We had to get one for Gabe actually because we got a, we got we ended that up was getting, a mistake. We probably shouldn't. We have ended done. up getting about like seven or eight shots, right. and then Gabe stumbles over, and goes, "Oh, there's no shot for me." I get it. And I go, "No, there is. Yeah, there is. There is. Gabe will get you one." <laughs> Alex, I get it. If you don't mind me asking, how, how much did that cost you? What? The, the bartender, because of course, remember, I was there an hour and a half early watching right. the Islander game. Right. So I took care of the bartender early, as I always do when I go to the bar. Okay. He ended up only charging me for about like five shots. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, it was great. Good. What was that, like 50 it was bucks? Like, it was like, like 40, 50 bucks for like eight to You know shots. what? You're a hero. <laughs> You're a hero. Hey, uh, I'm the hero you guys deserve, but not the one you need right now. I was trying to think of the saying. You but got it. Like, you got it now. I'm going to mess that up. Speaking of that, by the way, I found out this morning, and Frank found out last night, Robert Pattinson, the new Batman. Yeah, I, I mean, who's making these decisions? Very strange. Not great. This is not. This is not. I went through Robert Pattinson's IMDb. What has he done since Twilight? I have not seen a single Robert Pattinson movie in my life. I haven't. I, I watched like half of one of the Twilight. I'm sorry, movies. he was in one of the Harry Potters with Cedric Diggory. I saw that. That's true. But I did not see a Robert Pattinson starring vehicle in my life. Yeah, like what? What has he done to deserve being Batman? Like, I, I mean, come on. I, I don't want to crap on the guy. Like, whatever. But come on, man. Like, we couldn't find someone better than this to be. Why don't we? Why don't we make Jon Snow Batman? Why don't, yeah, that'd be like cool. That. That could be cool. Or Rob Stark. Well, make one of those guys Batman. Yeah. Really, Robert Pattinson? I think I had another question for Alex. I don't remember what it was. Oh, I remember. You were supposed to walk her intern home that night. Did you, did you succeed? Yes, of course. Uh, Natalie was very nice. We walked over to Grand Central. She got on her train. I went back to Penn Station and got on mine. Just making sure you guys didn't get on the same train. Gentlemen. Of course not. You know. Are you kidding me? I got a gentleman, all the way Alex. Up to Poughkeepsie. <laughs> <laughs> what Alex won't do for love is go to Poughkeepsie. <laughs> that you just that one's off the list. Oh, not going there. You know what? Poughkeepsie way too far. It's an hour and a half uh, train ride, guys. Yeah, no, I know, man. And you did. You were willing to walk all the way to Grand Central to come back to Penn Station, though. You were willing to do that. Do that. Well, again, Bavona picked a very good bar. It was only about a couple blocks away from the studio. It so was. Yeah, it was only about a twenty to thirty total block walk. And Alex likes walking. I've I told the story before, Frank. You know, like he's a big walker. I, did I tell you the story? I don't think so. So, I promise we're going to get back to the prospects after the break. I mean, we're done with prospects. I think we've got to move on to everyone but the prospects. Right, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I promise I'll do that. But I was walking to work one morning. My headphone's in. It's about 7.45-ish or so, maybe a little bit earlier. And I walk past, Grand, I walk past Port Authority on 42nd Street, all my way here. And all of a sudden, I have my headphones in. I'm looking up. And I swear I see Alex walking past me. Like, just, I swear it. But I'm like, all right, it's not, because he comes into Penn Station, which is directly across the street from us. So that he, there's no reason for him to be at 42nd Street at 7.45 in the morning when he's supposed to be here by 8 o'clock. So that doesn't make any sense. So I get to work before he does. Fine, no big deal. He walks in wearing the same sweatshirt with Dunkin' Donuts, I believe. And I'm like, did I just see you walking by Port Authority? He's like, yeah, I do that every morning. I go, wait a minute. So you get in at Penn Station at like 7.30, walk, I don't know where you walk, you walk past Port Authority, you might walk to my apartment for all I know, and then you come back. And he's like, yeah, I, he likes uh, to I, walk. I, I like to walk. So Alex, the question remains, 
Where do you walk to? Where do you walk to? It's just I get off I get off and up from Penn Station on 33rd and 8th. Uh-huh. So I just take 8th to about 39th because that's where the Dunkins is, 38th, I believe. In There's a definitely a closer Dunkin'. There's a Dunkin' on 35th between Broadway and 7th. So I would have to go all the way down 35th Street anyway. The point is I like just walking. It's a 10-mile, a 10-mile, 10-block walk up to 39th, back to 35th. Takes me about 10, 15 minutes. Get my coffee, get my donut, walk right in. I'm happy as a clam. He's, he's always thrilled when he gets here. Admittedly so. I, look, somebody he likes to walk. He likes to get his legs underneath it's him a little bit, Greg. Wake up a little bit. The, the donut that you're eating is not a healthy. Well, then I, then I go home and I sit in my driveway and shoot hoops for about an hour. Oh, I didn't know that. That's well, cool. Especially oh, so now that uh, it's getting warmer out. So you, you have sure. a basketball so hoop. So when are we getting the invite? When are we getting the invite to the Fasano residence? Frankie, you can attest to this. I've been saying this for months now. When is the Fantasy Pit League fan- flag football basketball tournament at Central Park? When is it happening? It's going to get nicer out any day. Well, Greg's not going to allow a sporting event unless it's something that he's good at. So we're probably going to end up playing like <laughs> kickball or spike ball or something like that. Works so. for me. Works for me. Alex is in. I am as active as I they mean, come. So anything no, you guys are doing, we, we're there. Brian's nodding his head right next to me. We're all there. So you have a hoop in your garage area. I like that means you're a pretty good player, I'd imagine. Uh, Practice five, makes perfect. For being 5'7", you know, 150 pounds, it's, you know, I can get the ball in the hoop. I wish I was 150 pounds. Not. I mean, you're also a little bit taller than Alex, too. So Like an inch. Greg, I bought a cowboy hat last night. Did you see it on Twitter? I did see it on Twitter. Not a cowboy's hat. No, no, no. no. A cowboy hat. Yeah. You approve? That was great. I thought it was like very Chris Paddocky. I liked it. So I saw it. I was like, you know what? Memorial Day coming up, Fourth of July. It's like I've always wanted a cowboy hat. This is an American cowboy hat. I gotta get it. I liked it. I gotta get it. That was great. Yeah. So I just got a uh, someone. Of course. I mean, I was expecting people to like Photoshop me. So this is what I just got now. It's uh, it's it's me Photoshop with like a mullet and, uh, and a mustache. This. Let me see this. Turn around for the camera. Uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, here we go. Let me see this. It looks great. It really, like, you've had a mustache before. I have a mustache right now. Well, you have a beard right now. You could grow out your hair. <laughs> that could be you. That could be, like, like legit you. Not fo- zero Photoshop. Hey, you know I like to grow out my hair, too. I'm going to get a haircut today. I haven't figured out what I'm going to do. All right. Oh, we'll take a break. Back Come to back. baseball after this. Back to baseball, we promise. Right after this. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. News update. In the NBA, the Portland Trailblazers had a lead but could not hold on. The Warriors are now up two games to none in the best of seven Western Conference Finals. And that's a big deal as the Warriors will be without Kevin Durant through at least game number four. Game five is in question but is now five days away. In the NFL, Baltimore has taken a flyer on 29-year-old Michael Floyd at wide receiver. The Panthers have signed Aldrich Robinson at wide receiver as well. In baseball, Kenta Maida apparently is been dealing with a thigh injury, and that's why he's hit the injured list. Zach Greinke to undergo an MRI on his abdomen, suffered that injury in his last start, and D. Gordon returned to the starting lineup for the Seattle Mariners. He'd been out since getting hit on the hand by a J.A. Hat pitch last week. I'm Dan Strafford, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? 
Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631. We are back here on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever Fantasy Sports Radio Network. A fabuloso Friday. Talking about how we're going to spend our fab. We talked about hour one with Mike about how much we're spending on the prospects. Now we should talk about some of the veterans that are out there that can help your fantasy teams. And let me begin with a name that we've brought up the last couple of weeks, and I, I mentioned him very quickly uh, earlier on, and that's Tommy LaStella, who continues to be out there in uh, many, many leagues because people don't believe in him, and understandably so. Like it, it, LaStella is a guy that's been around a very, very long time. He is, I mean, he's 30 years old, right? But this year, he's been better than ever, and I think a lot of that is certainly attributed to batting directly in front of Mike Trout. But... 301 batting average, 11 homers, 25 ribbies, 24 runs scored. Uh, he has just been fantastic uh, over, uh, really, the last month or so. In the month of May, he's batting 405 with four of those homers. Um, he, he's been great. I always talk about picking up a guy that's hot. Timeless Stella's hot. Yeah, it's exactly what he is, Greg. And I know a lot of people are skeptical of this because they say, oh, well, he, you know, he only had nine or ten home runs. Not even that, Frank. It's, very, it's very simple. People are skeptical because it's Tommy Lestella. Yeah. You just leave it right there. That's his name. But Lestella Artois, man, we talked about this guy the other day. Put some respect on his name. He's striking out 6% of the time. He is doing things differently this year. I mean, he never had a hard hit rate higher than 32% in his career. This year, he's at 44.8%. It's really good. That's up there with, you know, some of the best in the league. So... He's hitting the ball harder, 45% of the time. He's making a ton of contact. This is a guy that's never really struggled with strikeouts in his career. Never had higher than a 16% strikeout rate at any level. This year, he's at 6%. He's got a 9.8% walk rate, so solid plate discipline as well. 301 batting average, 388 OBP. I understand 28% home run to fly ball ratio. That's not going to last, but he is hitting the ball harder. He's doing things differently, so... You know, if he, if he was Tommy Listella, the 25-year-old who was a prospect that we wrote off, but now he's breaking out and he's hitting the ball harder and he's striking out only 6% of the time, this guy would go for a ton of fab. But the fact that he's Tommy Listella, journeyman, who's 30 years old, that nobody really knows about and, and frankly, they don't respect, he's not being added. And he should. I mean, at least in the short term. Add him now while he's hot and... Who knows? Maybe it turns out you, you end up with a middle infielder who hit close to 25 home runs this year. I mean, crazier things have happened. The guy is doing things differently, and, and it's paying off for him. So I think it's time we put some respect on Tommy Lestella's name. How much are you spending on him, Frank? I mean, I'm not going to like break the bank or anything, but as we talked about, everyone's so riled up about these prospects that they're probably going to forget about some of these veterans that are available. 
five, six percent. I mean, maybe even lower than that. But would you rather have? You really need a middle infielder if you need pop. Go out there and get him. If you had to choose one, who would you rather have? Cesar Hernandez or Tommy Lastella? What format? Pick a format. It's not like an actual question. I'm just asking because it's a second baseman that's like kind of similar. Yeah, I, I still like Cesar Hernandez. He does a lot of good things. He makes a lot of contact as well. Um, and he steals bases, and, and he's got good plate discipline as well. Um, I like Cesar Hernandez a little bit more, but it is a close question. You made me think about it. And Cesar Hernandez is someone that was actually being drafted as a middle infielder, maybe even a starting second baseman for some people out there. So uh, the fact that I had to think about it should tell you how I feel about Tommy Lestella. He's, he's escalated his game to that far. Uh, it's close, but I would take Cesar Hernandez. All right, with Mitch Garver going on the IL, that could open a spot, up a spot for Jason Castro. Uh, how much will the playing time differentiate between, or be split rather, for Jason Castro and Williams Estudio? I still think Jason Castro is their main catcher who, in a six-game week, probably plays four games out of six. Uh, Estudio, they can play him a few games behind the plate. They can move him around. He could play third base. He could play... Second, he's played the outfield before as well. So DH without Nelly Cruz? DH now too. Nelson Cruz lands on the IL. So that opens up a spot, probably more so for like Miguel Sano. Uh, but overall, uh, Jason Castro is doing some nice things too. And I brought him up to you last week, Greg. If you need a second catcher, if you lost, uh, if you lost Mitch Garver, Jason Castro's hot right now. So he's got a couple of home runs over the past week. Um, in a one-catcher league, I'm not running out there and getting him. But if you talk a lot about these Roto Leagues, even in 12-team Roto Leagues, 15-team Roto Leagues, you need to start two catchers. This guy has seven home runs already this season. He's got a 50% hard hit rate. I don't, I don't know what's going on in Minnesota, Greg. I don't know what they're feeding these guys. I don't know what's in the water, but a 50% hard hit rate for Jason Castro this year, and he's got a 45% fly ball rate. He's never been higher than 38%. So this is what we're talking about. Similar to Tommy Lastella. Like Jason Castro has been around the block. He's been around a while. He's 31 years old, whatever. Journeyman catcher. But he's doing things differently. He's hitting the ball in the air. He's hitting the ball extremely hard. He's got seven home runs already on the year. I think you can do worse as your second catcher. Would you rather take a shot on Jason Castro or Jonathan LeCroy? I would take Jason Castro just because I think that the lineup is better and there's probably a little bit more power potential. Like, Jonathan LeCroy is playing... He's, he's doing it right as well. That's why I wanted to list him here. Uh, but these are some, you know, if you play in two catcher leagues and you're just trying to find someone right now, if you had the Mitch Garver on your team, uh, Jonathan Lucroy bouncing back a little bit this year. It's, uh, it's been a rough go for, for Jonathan Lucroy the past couple of years, but he's already got six home runs this year. That exceeds his total from last year. He only had four in 126 games last year. He had six in all of 2017. I mean, that was the year that he really, really let us down. Again, he's already got six home runs this year in only 35 games. So it seems like he's getting back closer to the Jonathan Lucroy of years past. I don't think that he's ever going to be that player again. But he's hitting 269, six home runs, 19 runs, 19 RBIs. The counting stats are decent. Uh, I would take Jason Castro over him by a little bit. But these are a few of the, uh, the those second catchers that you could pick up in, in deeper leagues if they're available, Greg. Jonathan Lucroy. And Jason Castro both are out there pretty much everywhere. So if you need them, go out and get them. Fabuloso Friday continues, Frankie, as we look toward deep leagues. And the last thing that we mentioned uh, earlier this week that's definitely out there in leagues is Ledmus Diaz with Jose Altuve on the IL. He's playing in that Houston lineup, and he's continuing to hit. 
Yeah, and he has multi-position eligibility as well. He's played a few games at first base. He has second. He has shortstop. I think he might have third base eligibility as well. Pull that up on Yahoo and see what we got. But he's performing extremely well. Yeah, he's got first, second, third, and shortstop eligibility on Yahoo. And I know he has uh, multi-position eligibility on CBS as well. He's got five home runs and 21 RBIs as a part-time player. He's only played 25 games. He only has 87 plate appearances this year. He's hitting 256, but... He hits in a really, really good lineup right now. I mean, the Houston Astros are putting up video game numbers. These guys have been awesome. Uh, he's hot right now. He's going to play every single day while Jose Altuve is on the injured list. So this is probably more of a deeper league ad if you're playing 15-teamers. I did pick him up in one of my 12-team leagues where I needed a middle infielder, uh, and he's been great this week. He has two home runs already this week as well. Uh, even if it's just a handcuff situation, if you're a Jose Altuve owner and you need a little bit of pop, someone to get in your lineup, in a really good lineup, uh, with, the, uh, with the Astros here, and I do like Ledmus Diaz, Greg. And I talked about him on yep. Monday, too. You did. Ledmus Diaz certainly hot uh, without Altuve in there. Okay, 15-team leagues. Some of the names that we had talked about earlier this week, Gio Gonzalez, don't laugh, but it's true. Sean Anderson, who you talk about in hour number one. You want to hear that analysis. Uh, head on back to hour number one. And then, oh, God, Frank. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, the, I, look, it's 15-teamers. These are some gross names. I guess would you drop Jason Hayward for Gerardo Parra? Probably not. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I mean, ideally, I would try and get one of those prospects, but uh, Gerardo Parra is playing right now for the Washington Nationals because uh, they've dealt with a lot of injuries, and he's been playing first base for them recently. He's started, let's see here, five of their last six games. Coming off a three-for-three three game yesterday, he hit a, another home run uh, against the New York Mets. So he's playing. He's got three home runs. He's got three stolen bases. He had a grand slam, a pinch hit grand slam last weekend against the Los Angeles Dodgers. So look, these are just really deep. This is like National League only. This is 15-teamer. You're really desperate. He's about to get first base eligibility. Uh, it seems like he's going to play for now as long as Ryan Zimmerman and Matt Adams are hurt. Uh, but Trey Turner could be back as soon as today. So we'll see how that affects things, Greg. Kenzo Maeda is going to be placed on the IL, Greggy. Does this open up a spot in the rotation now for Ross Stripling? So I was looking at Ross Stripling either this morning or last night. Stripling hasn't pitched in 10 days. More, actually. And I'm trying to figure out why. I don't know if he was stretching out. I don't know if he was doing bullpens. I don't know. But I don't believe he's pitched since... He hasn't pitched since May, May 5th. 5th. Yeah. That's, That's 12 days. That's a long time. It is a long time. Well, we know what his upside is when he's no in the doubt. rotation, right? I'm, I'm intrigued by is Ross Stripling. absolutely the next man up? I... I would have to imagine I would think so, so, right? Certainly with what's going on with Jose, uh, Julio Urias. Yeah, he's been placed on, what, the uh, exempt list or whatever? Something like that, yeah, administrative leave or whatever. Stripling's got to be the next guy up, I would think. I don't know how stretched out he is to get the start. I don't know how long Maeda's on the IL for. But I think if it's anything long-term, Stripling will certainly be the guy. Yeah, so that's why I wanted to bring it up. Look, we know how good Ross Stripling has been when he was in the rotation. I picked this guy up in a few leagues last year, and he was awesome for us when he was in the rotation. He wasn't as good as I think we hoped he would be early on this season, but the overall number is still pretty good. 322 ERA, 356 XFIP, uh, almost a strikeout per inning. And last year, 33 games, 21 games started, so 12 relief appearances. He had a 302 ERA with a 2.99 XFIP. So if you're in need of pitching, if you are a Kenta Maeda owner, uh, I think that's, that makes a lot of sense. I'm not dropping Kenta Maeda. Uh, I'm going to place him on my IL, but if I have someone else... I would speculate that Ross Stripling is probably the next man up in the rotation. Ross Stripling, how much do you spend if he's out there? Not much, just because I worry about the longevity of the situation here. 
is it just going to be, does he only fill in for Kenta Maeda? Or, you know, I mean, it seems like there's always someone getting hurt in the Dodgers rotation. Like, these things can work themselves. It's the Dodgers. I'm probably in like 4 to 5% on Ross, Ross Stripling if he's available, Greg, in deeper leagues. Okay. So 4 to 5%. All right. So there you go. This is interesting. I just saw this. That's randomly. What'd you see? Nothing interesting. No, nothing, nothing interesting. interesting. I think it's interesting. <laughs> so that means I won't like it. No, I'm not finding what I'm looking for. All right. Nelson Cruz placed on the 10-day IL that's retroactive to May 14th, so yep. it could be back a little bit earlier than expected. Well, potentially so. Or maybe Jesse be- Winker not in the lineup today, Greg. Ah, that's fortunate. Does that contribute to you wanting to drop him? A little hate drop? No, I still like Jesse Winker. He's my guy. I like him, too. Uh, what, do we have any... Well, why don't you read the whole lineup for the Reds? Why have it up? Uh, we have Nick Senzel leading off, going up against Rich Hill, so that's probably why Jesse Winker isn't, the, isn't in the lineup today, lefty on lefty, but... Joey Votto batting second, Eugenio Suarez batting third, Yasiel Puig fourth, Jose Iglesias, look at this guy, batting fifth for the Cincinnati Reds, Kyle Farmer, Kurt Casale, Jose Peraza, and batting ninth pitching for the Reds is Anthony De Sclafani. De Sclafani. That is your Reds lineup for tonight. That's the only lineup that's currently out, I believe, correct? We have no day baseball today. No day baseball. A uh, Cubs fan right there, though. You if the Cubs were playing a home game, then it would be an early game. They always play Friday night matinee whenever they're home. They do indeed. But not tonight. They're going yep. up against Max Scherzer. Who are, the, uh, who, are two, who are the two Dodgers you have in your lineup? I can tell you that. All right. You can guess, and I'll tell you. Uh, is one of them on or, your... Is one of them on can, your... Or main, you can guess, and I can lie to you. Is one of them on your main event team? No. Okay. Mine lying, is. or am I telling the truth? Mine is. <laughs> well, you had to break the bank to get him in your lineup, Greggy. But I did. So that means the rest of your players suck. Usually that's how it works. <laughs> uh, is there anybody else you're picking up this week, Frank, that I missed? No, I think we, we covered um, all the bases, really. A lot of the prospects, Tommy Lastella, if he's out there, uh, Jason Castro, Lucroy, Aledmus Diaz, uh, Miguel Sano, I'll bring him up once again. Look at what his ownership percentage is right now. He returned last night. He had two doubles and an RBI. Uh, he's 32% owned on Yahoo. That should probably be a little bit higher as I've mentioned before, I've always been a, an advocate of Miguel Sano. He's just he's one of my guys. I, yep. I always fall for you know the power upside that he possesses. I know he strikes out a lot, but if you look at his hard hit rate, I mean, he's been hitting the ball hard since like even before hard hit rate was a thing. I mean, this guy is a stat cast darling when it comes to how hard he hits the ball. So since he's come into the league in, what was it, 2014, 2015, Greg, he has the fourth highest hard hit rate overall. He's, you know, he's around names like Mike Trout and Paul Goldschmidt and J.D. Martinez. So he mashes. He's, he's a bit of a head case at times. Uh, he gets into trouble on and off the field. I mean, he's always had issues with, like, conditioning. But I think that the power potential is, is legitimate when it comes to Miguel Sano. Uh, batting average could struggle at times because he strikes out. But, Greg, the way that this lineup is playing, don't you just want as much exposure to the Minnesota Twins as you could possibly get? Right now, yeah. And I, I, you know what? I'll bring up someone that we've actually dropped, and we, I think we kind of flubbed this one up. Mar- Marwin Gonzalez. You think so? Over the past couple of weeks, I mean, he's playing really well, man. So he's getting in the lineup. He's going to get in the lineup even more now that Nelson Cruz is out. They're, they're probably going to put Miguel Sano at DH most of the time, and they'll have Marwin Gonzalez playing third base. So this and is Williams one of those, those deeper league plays that Marwin Gonzalez, if he was dropped in your league, I, I would go out there and try and pick him up. Uh, let's see what he's done. Over the past 15 days, Greg, past two weeks, basically, he's hitting 362, 455 OBP, 532 slug, 987 OPS, with two home runs and six ribbies. 
and, and 10 runs scored. So, Arwin Gonzalez, flipping that switch. He's getting so, basically, whenever we drop somebody, it's just... Yeah, basically. In the month of May, overall, he's hitting 333, so... So, we made him in an error. He's still out there if we want to pick him back up. But you always hate that, don't you, Greg? Very much so. You drop a player, That's what exactly you want to get him back on your team... Sucks. That's why everyone. I was really annoyed about the Zach Eflin thing. We had to waste money again, on it. What do you think? Do you do you just want as much exposure to this lineup as possible, Greg? Right now I do. Right now I do. But I'm not rushing to pick pick up Marwin Gonzalez again. I'm not. They're hot. Let's see where they rank in terms of runs scored this year. They're fifth overall in baseball. Really good. In terms of OPS, second in baseball. Eight thirty seven OPS as a team for the Minnesota Twins. Second behind only one team. That was a team that I referenced just earlier. The Houston Astros putting up video game numbers right now, Greggy. Yeah, they've been ridiculous with, um, with George Springer here leading the way. You know the Mariners are still first in runs scored? But like really? everyone has caught up to them. Of course they are. They're 246, and the Houston Astros are 245. Astros Texas, are... who would have thunk it? 240 runs scored. The Astros now have uh, the best record in baseball. Not surprising. Nope. Uh, they are a half game up. On the Los Angeles Dodgers. Eight in a row, the Astros have won. I don't know what else you want to do here for the rest of the show. Well, well, we well, about we, it. We when we come back, I want to do the two star pitchers right, for next yeah, week. That, for that sure. makes sense. And we'll talk about, I guess, the rest of the prospects that you could stash, right? Yeah, I mean, that'll, that'll, that'll take one minute or so. We've talked about, like, Caron Biggio, Jordan Alvarez. Jordan Alvarez, great. Two, two more, more home runs last, last night, night man. Ridiculous, man. 17 home it's runs. Ridiculous. But how about this? He's been playing first base recently as well. So. I think kind of similar to Austin Riley, the Astros know what they're dealing with. They know what they have on their hands with Jordan Alvarez, and he's now playing first base as well. They're trying to find a way to get this guy in their lineup because he's just absolutely mashing. He is the hottest player in the minors by far. It's not even close. 410 batting average, 497 OBP. He's got a 1,400 OPS. This is absolutely ridiculous. 17 home runs. He's got 53 RBIs. Great. He's got 53 RBIs in 36 games. It's absurd. 36 games? It's absurd. Are you serious? Here's how his fielding breaks down so far this season. He's got 16 games in left field. He's got one game in right. He's got eight games at first base. So, I know Yuli Gurriel, you've been around a little bit. Tyler White, you've been around a little bit. Josh Reddick, you play right field. Jordan Alvarez and Kyle Tucker coming soon to a fantasy team near you. When we come back... We'll let you know the two-star pitchers for next week. We'll take some of your questions, of course, as well. Fantasy BFFs wrap up the week. Coming up next. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Make it rain. Yeah, all I know is when a head coach has to come out and make excuses as to why your, you know, your trillion-dollar star wide receiver is not there, and it's because we want him to be in the right frame of mind. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. All of a sudden, starting to look like maybe, just maybe, uh, the Giants uh, had a pretty good idea of what he was made of. And uh, apparently, 65 days after a trade, he's still talking about it. 
Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. The morning after. The guy's abused his body more than Artie Lang. All right? And now he wants sympathy. Let me drive a golf cart. Oh, my arthritis. You don't think, John, that maybe if you took better care of yourself over the years, like you wouldn't have some of these ailments? And what a shock, uh, Joe, that a big fat guy that doesn't uh, work out and drinks all the time has bad knees. Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. We are back here on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Frank Stample, Greg Sussman, final 20 minutes of the week. What song is that? It kind of sounds like Paramore. Am I right on that? It's probably just... It reminded me of, uh, what's his, uh, Johnny Gargano's theme song. Yeah, it's generic. Generic. Yeah, of course. All right. Well, it sounded Paramore-esque, right? You like Johnny Gargano's theme song? Is that Paramore? Pretty sure it is. I just thought it was like a generic version of Paramore. (laughs) Let's find out. I thought it was. Rebel Heart? Yep. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't think, I, don't, I don't think it's Paramore. Greg. I think I lied about that. Yeah, it's probably generic Paramore. <laughs> but it sounds a lot like Paramore. I think it's by CFO Money Sign. The, the CFOs. The CFOs. They do all the, they do all the entrance music now for... Really? for yeah. I didn't know that. Did you just break something, Greg? I didn't break anything. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? What do you got planned for the weekend? Anything special? What do we have planned? You got a lot going on this weekend. Big weekend? Oh, I told you this weekend is the last anniversary of May for me. With Judy. Because then your birthday is the only thing that matters. Okay. So we're going for dinner tomorrow night. Where are you going? Uh, we are going to Au Cheval. You laugh. Hold on. I don't know what that is. Well, okay. Look it up. I don't, I mean, I don't even know how to spell it. A-U space C-H-E-V-A-L. Right, New York next you know to it. I wasn't that far off. I'm right, New York next to it. All right. All right. I see a big burger. Uh huh. He thought he thought it was gonna be some fancy oh, schmancy. What did you get when you went last week? Where did I go last week? You went to the spot that we were talking about, the fondue burger. Oh yeah, I didn't get it. Oh come on, Greg. I didn't get it. I got. What's the name of the spot again? Um, Free publicity right now. Clinton Hall. Clinton Hall. Yeah. Yeah. What did you get? Did you get the grilled cheese? No. I got a burger. I got, I got a burger. Judy got, got the chicken sandwich. burger? I got whatever burger was like there. A burger. Like Clinton Hall burger or something. Oh, my. And then Judy got like the fried chicken sandwich, I think. Look, if you guys are home right now watching this, open up another tab and look up fondue burger, Clinton Hall. I mean, I, I mean, get ready to be hungry because this thing is awesome. And I've had it. It is just a burger with a hole in the middle of it. And it's just covered in like fondue. Cheese and a bunch of fries and God, it's a mess. But it was so amazing. You should have got it. Man. Did you look at the menu yet? 
Uh, no, I'm not looking up the menu. Anymore. Are you kidding me? I after all that? Looking, I, I after you see, roll your eyes at me. After, after you roll your eyes at me. This, this looks so good. Frank. I want to go back and get it. Right Frank. Now. That's really annoying now. You messed this up. Baby. I didn't mess it up, man. I don't like it. Look at this. I don't want it. Let's go to, let's go to Greg's camera shop, please. Fabuloso, too. Thank you. Look at that. Just look at that. Look at that. The fries I don't want sticking that. out of it. All the cheese everywhere. Oh, poor oh, Fabuloso God. on it. Yeah. Man, how great does that look? Doesn't do it for me, man. Greg, you would have loved it. I'm telling you. I don't like fondue. Well, I, never, I never had it before that either. Okay. Anyways, I got that going on. Um, and then they're going to do a barbecue on Sunday. It'll be 80 degrees on Monday. How about that? I know. I wish Monday was Memorial Day. Yeah, that would have been sick. That would have worked yeah, out great. That would have been awesome. Monday is Memorial Day. I would probably just get off like two Mondays in a row. I don't know. I'm just going to throw you it You want to take a day off? You can take a day off, man. I might have to. Man. All right. Well, you let me. You, uh, you let me know the sooner rather than later. That'd be great. <laughs> nah, I can't miss a Modica Monday. Come on now. Oh, thank God. Um, two star pitchers for next week. Obviously, we'll talk about it with Matt, who you're going to. Not a great crop. Here. Who you're going to start and whatnot. Let's go to old reliable Jeff Samarja, Baby Shark. Based in Atlanta and Arizona. Jeffy Shark. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I know there's two starts here that are in Oracle Park, San Francisco, but man, Jeff Samarja on the season. I, I, I was really thinking about picking him up because the two starts are home, but Atlanta, Arizona, not like super scared of those lineups, but I am super scared of Jeff Samarja just blowing up on my team. So this is a really bad week for two star pitchers, Greg. Um, I'm out on Jeff Samarja. How hard was that for you to say? It was hard. Yeah. Maybe, so, like, in a 15-teamer, if you're desperate, like, you're just trying to, like, get two starts, he's probably the best one available, but outside of that... I here's mean, my favorite. I've been, char- I've been harping on this one for a while, Frank. Who's that? My man! Who would that be? Danny Norris! Dan Norris! Danny! So, CBS has him as Miami and Miami, but that is not the case. Um, I don't think that he faces the same team in back-to-back series, Unless there's something I'm missing, uh, what I've seen is that they're facing Miami and the New York Mets. But either way, two pretty good starts here, Greg. And I interest you in Daniel Norris, Miami and the Mets. Yes, I'm interested. I'm always interested in Daniel good. Norris. You know that. Well, I mean, not legitimately. I like Daniel Norris. I actually own him in the Great Fantasy Baseball Invitational because that's how how injured and, and bad my pitching staff has been. Daniel Norris is good, man. He's a good player. Pitches today. He does. Probably going to be awesome. If he pitches today, how does he have a two-star week? No idea. That doesn't make any sense, right? Uh, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Too. Could be doubleheader, right? Yeah. This is Wednesday. How does it? This is wrong. He doesn't have a two-star week. CBS has him as a two-star. He doesn't have a two-star week. Uh, the fan, uh, Fantasy Pros, this is what I use to look at like their probable pitchers. He doesn't have a two-star week. This is wrong. Let's see what they have. Let's see what they have going on here. Uh-huh. They have... Hmm... Yeah, he's not going to have two. He's not a two-star pitcher. But he has one start against Miami, so you could still I'm use, interested. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> the team that hasn't scored in nearly a week, right? Exactly. You can still, still use Daniel Norris. Give me Danny uh, Norris. Give me the Miami fish. Marlins. Uh, Felix Pena against Minnesota and Texas, Frank? So Felix Pena has pitched better recently. and Much better. He, he's grabbed my attention, but I just really don't like those matchups. Twins and the Rangers. The Twins in second Against right-handed pitching in terms of WOBA. They have a 347 WOBA as a team against right-handed pitching. That's second in all of baseball. While the Texas Rangers are sixth with a 341 WOBA against right-handed pitching. So, Felix Pena, you're pitching better, but you've got two really tough matchups. I don't think I want to risk that one, Greg. 
What do you think? Felix Pena pitching better, but two tough matchups here. I'm out. You're out. I'm out. Are you in? I don't even know why you put Andrew Kashner on this list. I own him in a league. He's facing the Yankees in, in Colorado. Yeah, it's not Are you great. kidding me? He just threw a quality start against the Yankees, though. So you're going to start him against the Yankees in, in Colorado? No, I'm not. No, you're not. No. But, I mean, he's pitching well, no, Greg? Come on. Even Modica. You're going to start him against the Yankees in, in Colorado? In an AL only league, I'll do it. You won't, it can't, how, how does that work? Interleague play, by the way. I guess if you only want an AL team, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Uh, what's really interesting is if you play in uh, AL or NL only league, when someone changes leagues. I know, the bidding's crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. basically you just drop all 100% of your fab on right. all of these players. But yep. Yeah, I mean, look at Andrew Kashner. Look at this guy, man. Four of his last five starts, three earned runs or less. Three of his last four starts, remember, quality starts. Remember, if we could have the way back machine, do, 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 <laughs> we fade back to yesterday, right, where on. I was like, Frank, you love these old, bad veteran pitchers. <laughs> and he's like, no, not all of them. And I named Homer Bailey. He's like, oh, all right. I named Jordan Zimmerman. He's like, oh, all right. I named Danny Duffy. He's like, oh, all right. And now we're talking about Andrew Kashner. <laughs> I had him in my lineup the other day for his quality start against the Met, uh, against the Yankees. So... I want, joke's on you, Greg. I wish now, after, after rewinding, you. I wish we could fast forward to Sunday night when we're going to start bidding on players and Frank suggests Andrew Kasher to me. No, I'm not going to suggest. But how about this? He's got a 51% ground ball rate this year, Greg. That's great, Up Frank. 11% from last year. What are we doing, man? We try to help people lose? <laughs> the velo is up. It's up, a, it's up an entire mile. All you're Greg. doing is it's the same thing you did with Jordan Zimmerman. You know that. But he's doing things differently. The same thing you told me about Jordan Zimmerman. The velo's up. He's doing things differently. And I'm like, at some point, you just remember who it is. I'm talking myself into this one here, Greg. I know you are. <laughs> and I'm going to be the one, just like I was with Jordan Zimmerman, just like I was with Danny well, Duffy, you know what, Greg? just like I was with Homer Bailey. Talk you out of it. you got to be able to go out on a limb here, Greg. I'm sorry that I'm not telling people, oh, well, you should pick up Yasiel Puig. I said Daniel Norris. Uh, I said Danny Norris. Oh, yeah, make sure to pick up Max Scherzer if anyone dropped him in your league. I'm sorry that I'm going a little bit deeper here, Greg. You, you wouldn't go deep, Frank. You want to talk about Felix Pena? Go right ahead. You're talking about Andrew Kashner. Who has three quality starts in his last four starts. Numbers don't lie, Greg. They do Numbers sometimes. Don't yes, they do. Lie. Ask John Gray about that. Yes, they do. No, well, that's, that's the thing. That's where, you know. Numbers are lying. The numbers are not lying. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it comes down to. All right, look, Greg. I'm not going to pick up Andrew Kashner no. against the Yankees and no. Colorado. But here's what I will say. I think you stream him in the right matchups. I don't like his two-start week against the Yankees and Colorado. But he pitches in the AL East. You know who else is in the AL East? Toronto, who's been terrible. Yes. I'll, I'll stream Andrew Kashner against Toronto. Sure. Just throw it out there. And if he ever plays Miami. Why, can't you, why don't you go up against Gio? How, how about against the Tigers? The go Tigers up against Gio. Go up against Gio. What? Tell, tell everybody how great Gio Gonzalez is. I already did. Go back, uh, watch two days ago. You want to do it again? <laughs> we want to tell people to pick up. We want to remind them that Gio's out there. Look, here's all I'll say about Gio Gonzalez is that he's got a 1.69 ERA. Obviously, we're not expecting that. But the swinging strike rate is up. Last year was 9.5%. This year, 10.8%. You get a 3.98 XFIP. I'm just telling you this, Greg. There are, pl- there are pitchers who are owned in deeper leagues who have a higher ERA, and a higher XFIP than Gio Gonzalez has right now. That's all I'll say. Stream him in the right matchup. Deeper league ad. Who does he face next week? 
I was the one that brought up Geo yesterday to you. I know, because we started laughing about him. Oh, Gio Gonzalez. Faces Cincinnati next week. Is he a two-star pitcher? Buddy? It's not terrible, actually. He's not. It's Tuesday. Do they have seven games by any chance? They do not. So he's, a, a, he's starting against Cincinnati at home in Milwaukee. I'm intrigued. So I'd rather have this guy than Andrew Kashner. That's fine. I can get behind that. You're in on that? Yeah. Should we bet on Gio? If we really need pitching. We don't, I don't think want, we have we don't teams that we really need pitching. GDD has our pitching. I think our pitching is solid. We have Chris Bassett, who's been crushing it. Sure Get do. him if he's available in your 12-team league. Yeah, we like Chris Bassett. Yeah. Chris well, I Bassett would imagine is. a lot of people have already jumped on the Chris Bassett train. 46% owned. He might be out there in some 12-teamers. We really, we really need to make a trade in, in uh, GST, desperately. You mean in GDD? GDD, yeah. yeah. Our pitching's really good. Our hitting, not so much. It's very bad. Very well, maybe bad. Maybe we just drop the rest of our fab on one of these like hitting prospects and hope, hope that that's what turned it, turns it around great. Do we have any fab left? I think we have 30 bucks. But there's $0 bidding in this league, so... Well, at least it'll make my, a little bit my more Friday afternoon's easier and we don't have to go through bidding because we spend all our money. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to... Fee- That's always the best part, right? Just get rid of all, like... Spend all your fab in a league... It's not even June! Bids. Well, we'll just put in a bunch of bids, but we don't have to figure out how much money to spend, so... That makes life a lot easier. Not even June. Who's in our lineup who's really bad? Uh, why don't you read outside it? Outside of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, Yonder Alonso... Like, I've been talking about Yonder Alonso all year, like... At some point, Yonder Alonso, I tried to drop him. you, you got to turn it around because, like, expected batting average only takes us so far. You're what? basically the John Gray of hitters. Is Andrew McCutcheon awful? He's batting 180, he is Yonder awful. Alonso, yeah, and his true. expected batting average is 249. Like, at some point, we got to close the gap here. I mean, we got to increase his 180 batting average. I knew Andrew McCutcheon was awful. I never should let you talk me to him. Not awful. I think he is, Frank. What is he doing? Nothing. Nothing. Give me his line. He has five homers, 15 RBI. There's a lot of runs scored, 29. That's good. Well, that's what he's supposed to do. His batting average is 239 with one stolen base. All right, well, it's really cold in the Northeast. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, man, I got some bad news on Andrew McCutcheon. What? Is he uh, bench his now? hard hit rate is down 13%. Yeah, he's very bad, Frank. <laughs> well, you know what? Him. I was buying in because last year his hard hit rate was up to 43%. He was, he was doing some nice things. 20 home runs, 14 stolen bases. You know the run scored are going to Hey, score. Frank. Yeah, what's up? I want to let you know. Mm-hmm. We do not have a player on our team that has 10 home runs. <laughs> not one. Seems like an issue. It does, doesn't it? We're probably going to have to spend the rest of our money on Austin Riley. Like, if you just want to spend 30 bucks on Austin Riley, Greg, we could probably just do that. You know the pathetic thing about this is, Frank? What is that? If I may, if I may continue. We didn't have any injuries on this team either, did we? We had Matt Olson. Besides Matt Olson. I mean, we, we, we were expecting Matt Olson to be our, our power guy. Look, I'll say this. We have a lot of guys that have gotten off to slow starts. Justin Turner's coming around a little bit. He got off to a slow start. Robinson Cano, off to a slow start. He's coming around. Eduardo Escobar, we're reaping all the rewards. We picked up Ronnie Rodriguez. Yeah. That has been a lot of fun. Uh, Michael Franco has basically done the opposite. He got off to a fast start, and now he's cooling off, so we might have to look into something there. Uh, Yonder Alonso, not getting the job done, but... We did have injuries, Greg. We lost Austin Meadows for a period of time. We lost Clint Frazier. We got those guys back. Now they're ice cold. But, but we, weren't, we didn't draft them thinking they were going to be like amazing. We didn't even draft Frazier. We picked them up. I think we'll be all right, man. I, I, think I don't that think so. I think some of these guys are going to turn it around. Like Matt Olson is going gonna, is gonna to help us. He's already got three home runs since he's returned. Batting average is going to get better for him. Robinson Cano. I do believe that Robinson Cano is going to come around here. Hunter Pence. He's going to need to. Flash in the pan. We picked him up while he's hot. 
That's a Greg Sussman theory. We picked up a player while he's hot. Uh, Ronald Acuna, he's been all right. Need him. We need him to be a little bit better than he's been. Yeah, we're going to need him to be a lot better. Yeah, probably. Uh, Andrew McCutcher. 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 We're going to need him to come around a little He does bit. lead our team in runs scored. Tied with Victor Robles. Victor Robles. Victor Robles has done what we've expected. Victor's eight home runs, eight stolen bases. Absolutely. That's, he's been that's good. good. That's fine. He's been good. Gunnar Alonso. We finally got him on the bench. That's we, good. We really need some power. Desperately. And you know what? We, we said our pitching was good. Trevor Bauer. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Zach Wheeler. Kind of sucks. Jack Flaherty, as much as we love him. Kind of sucks. Uh, Greg, um, this team? Not so good. Kind of sucks. <laughs> I think that's what we're figuring out right now. I tried to tell you that. But you know what? This, like, right after the auction, we felt so great about this team. I felt amazing. I really did. We felt did. great about this team. Imagine we just had Christian Yelich instead of Ronald Acuna. That, I think that would help quite a bit, Greg. I think so too, Frank. We, we did have on our sheet Acuna or Yelich. We were going to get one of those guys as our top hitter. We got the wrong guy. It seems that we did. But you know what, Greg? All these prospects are available, so I think we're going to have to get at least one of these guys. Yeah, all right. Bye-bye, $30 left of fab. All and right. it's crazy. because May 17th on, we're going to have no fab left. So I look at our t- other team that's in second place, and that hitting, also awful. Like, awful. But our, our pitching is a lot better. Our pitching is amazing. Yeah. We're first in most pitching categories. No thanks to you, by the way. None, zero. You hated Luis Castillo. Oh, my God, so badly. <laughs> but... I look at our hitting, and we did lose Stanton. We lost Marte briefly. We lost Meadows. This we hitting lost is, Fernando Tatis. Dude, this hitting is... Well, you know what? We've I've never seen up, worse hitting. We've picked up veterans that are getting the job done, Greg. Jin Su Chu getting the job done. Alex Gordon has been awesome this year. Frank. He's got 33 hey ribbies. Hey, Frank. Yes. Do you know there's only one player on our team that has 10 home runs on this team? Do you want to know who it is? Uh, I'm trying to find It's him. Derek Dietrich. <laughs> who we haven't even put in our lineup yet. Correct. On two teams we share together, we have one player that has double-digit home runs, and it's Derek Dietrich. I mean, but are there that many players that have double-digit home runs, Greg? Yes! All right. There are! I'm sorry then, bud. I don't know what to say. This is bad, Frank. Yeah, but we're still in second place, so... We are. That should make you feel good. We are. Wow. There are... There are a lot of players that... Quite a few players, Frank. That have double-digit home runs. There are there are 19 of them. There are 36 home runs in ba- uh, 36 players that have double-digit home runs. That's not true, but that's okay. It is true. I want to thank Florio, everybody downstairs. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday. We hope. hope.